that it is almost impossible for them to search after the supreme truth by personal regulative endeavors. But even such materialistic men, with a little eagerness of hearing about the transcendental name, fame, qualities, etc., can surpass all other methods of attaining knowledge and detachment. The conditioned soul is attached to the bodily conception of the self, and therefore he is in ignorance. Culture of self-knowledge can bring about detachment from material affection, and without such detachment there is no meaning for knowledge. The most stubborn attachment for material enjoyment is sex life. One who is attached to sex life is to be understood as devoid of knowledge. Knowledge must be followed by detachment. That is the way of self-realization. These, these two essentials for self-realization, knowledge and detachment, become manifest very quickly if one performs devotional service to the lotus feet of the Lord. The word dhira is very significant in this connection. A person who is not disturbed, even in the presence of cause of disturbance, is called dhira. Sri Yamanadacharya says, Since my heart has been overwhelmed by the devotional service of Lord Krishna, I cannot even think of sex life, and if thoughts of sex come upon me, I at once feel disgust. A devotee of the Lord becomes an elevated dhira by the simple process of meditating in eagerness on the lotus feet of the Lord. Devotional service entails being initiated by bona fide spiritual master and following his instructions in regards to hearing about the Lord. Such a bona fide spiritual master is accepted by regularly hearing from him about the Lord. The improvement in knowledge and detachment can be perceived by devotees as an actual experience. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu strongly recommended this process of hearing from a bona fide devotee and by following this process one can achieve the highest result conquering all other methods. So we are hearing <coughs> the demigods praying to Lord Vishnu here. This is before their, their creation, and so they weren't able to do anything, so they prayed to uh, Lord Vishnu to get some help. And this is the fourth verse. Yeah. Yeah, that's, this is the fourth verse. And in verse 39, uh, the demigods prayed, O oh Lord, your lotus feet are like an umbrella for the surrendered souls. So they're talking about his lotus feet. They're like umbrella. And if you remember that Jaggi had put on the screen there a nice picture of an umbrella, a visual of an umbrella. So that's what I th thought about when I was rereading things. 
it's an umbrella. It has been raining for the last couple of days, and umbrella, some, if somebody gives you an umbrella, it's, yeah, you get shelter, yeah? So the demigods are saying that your lotus feet are like an, an umbrella for the surrender souls. So he puts out an umbrella, Krishna, and the surrender souls will come under the umbrella. And those who are not, they're like, I don't care about your umbrella. I'm just going to go and get wet in the rain or whatever. So they're the, going to be the miserable one. But the surrender souls, they will come and take shelter of the lotus feet, which is like an umbrella. In the next verse, they say that they take shelter people who are miserable, who are, who are uh, overwhelmed by the three kinds of miseries, they take shelter of your lotus feet, uh, which are full of knowledge. In the next verse, they say, your lotus feet, again, the lotus feet, your lotus feet of the Lord are by themselves the shelter of all pilgrimages, which can deliver one from all sinful reactions. So again, he's talking about um, his lotus feet. And again, today, lotus feet talks about simply by hearing about your lotus feet with eagerness and devotion and by meditating upon them within the heart, one at once becomes enlightened and not with knowledge and on the strength of detachment, one becomes pacified. So we must take shelter of your lotus feet. I was thinking, the devotees are really obsessed about feet. What do we chant? The first thing we get up in the morning. Yeah? Lotus feet. I offer my respectful obeisance to your lotus feet. We come here for Guru Puja. Shri Guru Charana Padma Kevala Bhakati Sadma Wow, your lotus feet are the only way, and nothing else, only way to take shelter, you know, that, you, that will get devotion is through worshiping your lotus feet of the spiritual master. We come in, we offer obeisances in the temple room. We, we are getting the dust of the lotus feet of, of the, all the Vaishnavas on our head. We come down and we bow down. And what? All the devotees have walked over here, yeah? We get the dust on our lotus, on our head, their lotus feet. We come here, we touch Papa's lotus feet, we touch, what is that called? The, um, where you put the flowers for Papa, the the footprints, thank you. <laughs> thank you, the, the footprints, Papa's <laughs> footprints. We touch that on our head, yeah? We, when we go on the altar, what do we do? Um, before dressing, the, as soon as we get on the altar to dress the deities, we go and touch all the deities' lotus feet. Everybody, go and touch their feet. We're always touching the lotus feet. And then our bhajans, um, thinking Lord Nikananda's appearance day is coming day after tomorrow. Nitai Pada Kamala Koti Chandra Shushitala Nitai Pada Kamala Your lotus feet are more cooling than millions of moon lotus feet Then Goranga Mahaprabhu's appearance uh, day is coming 
गौरांगेरा दूती पदा जाधना संपदा ते जाए वाले 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 भक्ति रसा सा या सो वन हु वर्शिप लॉर्ड चतानियस लोटस फीट ही नोज द ट्रू ट्रू रसा द डिवोशन सो दिस इस सो वी आर रियली अब्सेस अबाउट लोटस फीट बट I was thinking in the material world, when people think about feet, at least since I've moved to America, I've heard the adjective used for in front of the feet is smelly feet. That's, that's what I hear. That's what I heard. Smelly feet. That's the adjective as opposed to lotus feet. Um, growing up, um, not in India, but growing up with Indian family, Indian parents, um, feet are considered to be dirty. Um, you actually don't touch anybody with your feet. That's a no-no. And if you do by mistake, then you offer your pronouns. I'm sorry that I touched you by my feet. You can There's no problem. You can slap somebody. It's, it's, not, it's not considered bad. Uh, in India, people slap everybody. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know if you remember, uh, if you have watched Abhay Charna, Bhabhati Churmat, the Abhay series. I always remember this when um, Abhay was out and there was the riots going on. And when Abhay came and, and his mom was very, very worried what was happening. So this, she's all worried, and then when, finally when Abhay comes, and she's so relieved, what does she do? She gives him a big slap on his face. Like, why did you go out? Why? So it's out of love, they slap you. If they're angry, they slap you. If they, you know, want to teach you something, they slap you. It's, 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 it's all affection. But feet, no, you don't touch anybody with your feet. That's. That's considered wrong, and that's how you could see when Bhrigu Muni um, hit Lord Vishnu by his feet. That that was like the worst offense one could do—to kick somebody with your feet. You can box them, you can do anything, but don't touch anybody with your feet. But our um, our mentality, our training, I should say, is different. Our training is very different. Oh, one thing I forgot was we also come and we did Sharnamrita, yeah. We do that. So it's really it's, um, the 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 uh, water that bathed the Lord, lotus feet. Really, we are really have something to do with feet. Um, so here, um, but not we're we're really into feet. Um, into a lotus feet, but we also want to become one of the atoms at Krishna's lotus feet. That's what Lord Chaitanya is um, saying. O son of Maharaj Nanda, I'm your eternal servitor, yet somehow or other I have fallen into this ocean of birth and death. Please pick me up from this ocean of death and place me as one of the atoms at your lotus feet. How do we achieve this goal of the lotus feet of Krishna? 
because we all want to be at the lotus feet of Lord Krishna as an atom. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, he describes to Sanatana Goswami, I think, this whole process about how to attain Krishna's lotus feet. He says that when one person receives the seed of devotional service, so it's through the seed of devotional service. Actually, when Seshapurva and I were reading in our, our regular reading, we're wondering what is that seed? Is it at the time when we get initiated? Is that when we get the seed of devotional service planted in our heart? Or whether when we are coming to Krishna consciousness, when somebody has, when our, the start of our Krishna consciousness, will we come in the association of devotees and hear from them? Is that the seed? But either way, maybe later on you can let us know. Um, but he should take, Lord Chaitanya says, he should take care of it by becoming a gardener and sowing the seed in his heart. So we receive this devotional, uh, the seed of devotional service by another Vaishnava. So if somebody is giving you a seed and they say, please plant this carefully. So you're very careful about planting the seed because you want to make sure it grows nicely, yeah? So we have to become the gardener and plant the seed within our heart that is given by another devotee. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, if he waters the seed gradually by the process of, yes, shavanam and kirtanam, by the process of shavanam and kirtanam, the seed will begin to sprout. Has everybody here sown a seed? Or let's say, who hasn't sown a seed in the ground? Who hasn't seen it sprouting? Don't be afraid if you haven't done that. Well, it seems like everybody has done that. It's probably one of the most beautiful thing to see is that you put the seed in the ground and you don't know what's happening. And it's just like for a few days, it's like you don't know what's happening. Is the seed still there or not there? But you water it and then this little sprout comes and it's so, it's so exciting to see the sprout come. And so, here Mahaprabhu says that the seed will begin to sprout. And as one waters the Bhakti Lata beach, the seed sprouts and the creeper gradually grows to the point. Look at that, what happens. It gradually grows to the point where it penetrates the walls of this universe and goes beyond the Viraja river lying between the spiritual world and the material world. The plant has gone really tall. It attains Brahma Loka, the Brahman effulgence, and penetrating through the stratum, it reaches the spiritual sky and the spiritual planet, the Loka Vrindavan. Wow. And what did we do? Just Shavanam and Kirtanam. Who, who, who believes that that's, this is actually true? Anybody believe that this actually can happen? Wow. Everybody believes it? Anybody who doesn't believe it? Everybody believes it because this is... With the fence around. With the fence around. 
Congo and the Pogu is saying a very important thing. When we're planting the seed and it's growing, we have to make sure there's a fence around. And why do we have to have a fence around? It will be destroyed by? Unwanted creepers like the wild. Yes, offenses. And then, <coughs> one interesting thing is um, that I noticed that um, Lord Chaitanya says here, the creeper greatly expands in Goloka Vrindavan planet, and there it produces the fruit of love of Krishna. But listen to this, what, it, what he says. Although remaining in the material world, the gardener regularly sprinkles the creeper with the water of hearing and chanting. In other words, at least what I thought, what is saying that you've been watering this plant, it might have already reached Goloka Vrindavan. It's saying here, the creeper greatly expands in the local Vrindavan planet and there it produces the fruit of love for Krishna. So the creeper might have already reached there and it's already producing the fruit because Mahaprabhu says, although remaining in the mature world, the gardener regularly sprinkles the creeper with the water of human chanting. So it sounds like Mahaprabhu is saying that maybe for some of you, the creeper has already reached up there. But you keep on, continue to sprinkle the creeper with water of human chanting. D did I say anything wrong here? Am I reading it correctly here? Well, nobody's saying anything, so I'm assuming I'm saying it correctly. I'm reading it. Right. So here in today's verse, we, um, the demigods are saying, simply by hearing about your lotus feet with eagerness and devotion, and by meditating upon them within the heart, one at once becomes enlightened with knowledge. And one becomes dhira. You can kind of almost hear Prabhupada saying the word dhira. And here what Prabhupada says here in the purple, a person who is not disturbed even in the presence of cause of disturbance is called Dhira. And he mentions that the most difficult aspect, uh, the, det the, the attachment one has, is for sex life. So when one ha is able to overcome that, he's called Dhira. So I thought about, <coughs> since we're being um, told that by hearing about the glories of the lotus feet of Krishna, simply by hearing it and meditating upon it, that we can come become bhira, I thought about kubja. Kubja, uh, we all know that kubja was a, a prostitute and she was uh, bent in three places. That's why she called three vakra. And when Lord, uh, Lord, when, uh, Lord Krishna was going to Mathura, uh, he was stopped by Kubja. 
And Lord Krishna asked Kupja what she was, what she had, and she said she had sandalwood in her hand for uh, the king, King Kamsa. And he asked if she would give him some, and Kupja was very, 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 very uh, anxious and pleased to give her her um, sandalwood to Krishna. But Krishna was so kind to Kupja that. He, um, I'll read what it said here. The Lord asked her, this was, this is from Krishna book, I think. The Lord asked her who she was and she requested some ointment from her. Entranced by his beauty and joking words, Trivakra gave both Krishna and Balaram a good deal of ointment. In return, and this is so funny, Krishna stepped on her toes with his lotus feet took hold of her chin and lifted, thus straightening her spine. <laughs> Krishna always has his way of doing things. Nothing, nothing straight, it's just his, his way. So with his lotus feet, he took hold of her chin and lifted and straightened. Or, yes, right, original chiropractor. That's the way to do it. The now beautiful and charming Trivikra then grabbed the edge of Krishna's upper cloth and asked him to come to her house. And so Kupja was, um, you know, felt a little lusty towards Krishna. Not a bad person to be lusty towards. So, um, and Krishna is very kind. So Krishna went later on, after quite some time, he went um, after he had taken care of Kamsa and everybody else, uh, um, Krishna went to her um, place and there because of time I'm not going to read some of this really sweet um, um, description that is given in the Srimad Bhagavatam but part of it when Trivakra saw him arriving that is saw Krishna arriving at her house she at, at once rose from her seat in a flurry Coming forward graciously with her girlfriend, she respectfully greeted Lord Achuta by offering him an excellent seat and other articles of worship. Further on, um, okay. Now, Tibrakra prepared herself by bathing, anointing her body, and dressing in fine garments by putting on jewelry, garlands, and perfume, etc. And then, Calling forward his beloved, who was anxious and shy at the prospect of his new, this new contact, the Lord pulled her by her bangled hands onto the bed. Then it says, simply by smelling the fragrance of Krishna's lotus feet, Trivakra cleansed away the burning lust cupid that had aroused in her. It's all about feet. It's all about feet. She just smelled Krishna's lotus feet. The fragrance from Krishna's lotus feet. And her lust went away. Isn't that nice? But we are really fortunate because we can just hear about this pastime. 
We can just hear about this pastime and we can become Gira. We hear about this pastime with eagerness and by meditating upon them, then we can become Gira. This is the wonder of Krishna's lotus feet. So all we have to do is hear. I was hearing one um, lecture by Sri Prabhupada, and in that lecture, I think it was about Sri Bhakti Siddhanta's appearance day or disappearance day. And Sri Prabhupada says that it was my hobby to hear from my spiritual master. Isn't that sweet? It was his hobby. What is a hobby? It's like, when I think about a hobby, it means like when you don't have anything to do. No, not when you don't have anything to do. When you have finished all your work and you have some time, you want to go and do your hobby. You want to work at it or do, you know. Or even, even sometimes while you're doing your work, you, you're thinking about your hobby that, oh, I started this project and, and I'm going to do the next one. You know, as soon as I finish this work, I'm going to do my hobby. So that was Prabhupada's hobby, Prabhupada said listening, hearing from his spiritual master. So this is what we have to make our hobby, to hear with eagerness. We have to, you know, we can have all kinds of hobbies, especially now that we have the internet. We can go on it and do whatever. Any hobbies, you know, you can go on the internet and do, but if we, if we really Try, because there's so many, so many things that we can hear about. Even the even before the internet came, it, has, it actually it doesn't have anything to do with internet. Internet just facilitates, but but really, here in the Bhagavatam, in in one of the verses describes what does it describes? Shota vyadini rajendra nirnam santi sahasya sahasya saha. What, what do people, what do human beings have? They have shota vya adini. They have, and how many sahasha? Thousands of things to hear about. Thousands of things. This is before internet. So we can't blame internet, no. It's actually just human beings. We have so many things to talk about. Yeah, we can just open this mouth and so many things come out because we want we what comes out of our mouth is what we hear i, I like when bhakti marge Marj was here and he gave the beast to um chaitanya Charanpavu. does everybody remember what he said he said besides the four regulated principles what did he say that i, I asked you one more thing no gossip, no gossip. That's right, no gossip. Because what happens with gossip, you hear things and then you repeat them. You hear those things and you repeat them. But if we keep our ears for, for hearing about Krishna, there's one, one of these things, you know, Parachara Prabhupada today or something comes in the organization of this um, internet. And one of them was about Chira Prabhupada, <coughs> about talking about gossip. 
in this written by Purnapuru, he speaks it. Shri Prabhupada said in his quarters he overheard Upendra gossiping in the adjoining room. Prabhupada called for Upendra who entered, shamefaced. He says, you were laughing? Yes, Shri Prabhupada. Gossiping? Upendra responded coyly, is talking about other devotees gossiping, Shri Prabhupada? Yes. Yes, I was gossiping, Shri Prabhupada. Prabhupada was concerned for his disciples' well-being. Again he chastised Upendra. This devotee, that devotee, life is short. Do not waste your time uselessly. Prabhupada directed Upendra to get a copy of Srimad Bhagavatam from the bookshelf and read. Then he said, when two devotees come together, they should discuss Srimad Bhagavatam. And Prabhupada was speaking more softly now. Do you remember when you used to memorize the Bhagavatam verses? Upendra offered an excuse. Oh, Srila Prabhupada, my mind is so lazy. Prabhupada didn't agree. No, you're not lazy. You're just misdirecting your energies. So Srila Prabhupada is telling us that we, when we come together, we should discuss Bhagavatam. We should talk about Srimad Bhagavatam. What are you reading? Maybe rather than asking how are you doing, we ask each other, so what have you been reading? Just yesterday I went to my neighbor for um, some help that I needed in some sewing project. So when I went to her place, she was listening to some Amala Bhakta Prabhu um, about Srinivas Acharya. And then she turned that off and started helping me. And when she started helping me, she just started talking without me saying anything. She just talk, started talking about what she was reading with so much enthusiasm, like as if she was gossiping about the next door neighbor. But she was telling about Krishna and the cowherd girlfriends and the cowherd boys. And she just started talking about that. And I thought, well, I was just so nice. It was just so, so fresh just to hear somebody just telling like that. My friend Pandamalani, that's who my neighbor is. Um, yeah, there's sometimes devotees are like that, like Kashi Patimataji. She'll just call. So many times after Kashi will call and she will tell me such and such from the class. And she'll have some questions. And she never says anything else about anything. It's always about the Bhagavatam. Something, some nectar that she heard or she just repeating or something about the class. So yes, that's, that's what we need to do is talk, be eager. One of the qualifications one, one here is described eagerness. The word for hearing is, is um, the adjective used is eagerness. So Srila Prabhupada writes something about eagerness and I'll end with that. So this eagerness Yes, Krishna Consciousness is available. You can purchase it from this Krishna Consciousness movement. Wow. 
by the way. Anybody didn't know, we have Krishna consciousness here, Prabhupada is saying. You can purchase it from this movement. But what is the price? It is such a nice thing, but you have to pay the price. What is that price? Greed, that's right, lolium. Simply your eagerness, that is the price. You have to pay this price. Then you get Krishna immediately. Krishna is not poor. And the Krishna seller, the Krishna devotee, he's also not poor. He can distribute Krishna free. And he's doing that. You simply have to purchase him by your eagerness. And Papa said, someone may say, oh, eagerness? I have eagerness. Ah, but it is not so easy. This eagerness cannot be achieved even by executing pious activities for millions of births. If you simply go on performing pious activities, still this eagerness is not available. And Prabhupada tells us where this eagerness is available. So this eagerness is a very important thing, but it can be awakened only by the association of devotees. Therefore, we are giving everyone a chance to invoke that eagerness. Then you will see God face to face. So any um, reflections, thoughts, questions? Yes, Hemavati Devi. I heard you say so much about the lotus feet, mm -hmm. and I struggle a lot about this principle. Uh, every time I look at the deities, it's not natural for me to look at the feet before the face. Just like in personal relationships, we don't look at somebody's face when we talk to them. So I, I still don't get the grasp about this idea of feet. Well, thank you for, for asking that question. Um, not that I have the answer to it, but um, th that you brought up the point about looking at the face. I was just, I think I was discussing this issue, I think just yesterday about that, about how in the Indian culture, when you talk to somebody, your elder, more so, and not, not, your, not your friend or, or the junior, but when you're talking to an elder, you don't look at their face. You actually look down, uh, or you kind of look away. I, I remember it took me a while to get used to the American way, because when I would talk to somebody, I would kind of look away, and then the person would look like, what am I looking at? It all, the, all the time it happened, and they, like they would always look like there's somebody there, but I... <laughs> so it took me a while that, to understand that I have to look into their eyes. That's just how it is. You're talking to <laughs> you look at... So yeah, um, so the cultural difference is there, um, that you don't, to an elder, you don't look into their eyes. You look at, you look at their feet, or you look down you know, when you're talking. So with the culture that we have here in America, yes, it's, it's very, um, 
yeah, you look at their face. So to be honest, now now that I've become pure American, I, when I come in the temple room, I look at Lord Shamsundar's beautiful face. I, it's hard for me to go. It's just I have to remind myself, okay, I need to go. Even after giving this class, okay, today I think was the first day when I came in, I think I looked at Sham for a second and I'm like, okay, at the feet, at the feet. So then I looked at Sham's lotus feet, I looked at Gordon Tai's lotus feet and like that. So um, I think it's a practice, we just have to do it. it. It's a practice that we, just like I became an American and I can look at right into your eyes, at anybody's eyes, and I can talk to them with no problem anymore, we, um, we have to practice to look at Krishna's lotus feet first and then slowly, but, 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 it's all right, I think. It's yeah. all right. <laughs> is it all right, senior Vaishnav? Is it all right that we come in and we just go at Krishna's lotus face? Yeah. Yes. But, but yeah, I mean, we have that, that's the method we know, but if we're not able to do that, if we just go at Krishna's lotus face, is it offensive, is my question. No. It's not offensive. Okay. So yeah, we I have to contain our... In one way, actually, if I think about it, and, and it's good to have this discussion, you see Krishna's lotus face is so beautiful. So I think we have to... We have to contain ourselves, yeah. Like, okay, we don't get to see your lotus face right away. We, in order to see your lotus face, we're going to meditate on your lotus feet and then we're going to go slowly. And then we get to see your lotus feet. Although even getting to see lotus feet as Krishna is, is amazing because that's our goal is to be at Krishna's lotus feet, yeah? Yeah, yes. I think you just touched the, the meaning that I was looking for. Uh, <coughs> that humility you need to have to approach Krishna. Mm. This is the training. This is the training. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, Govinda Mohini. One second, one second, we'll get the mic. It's just, uh, I remember when Manchini mm -hmm. used to come and dress the deities, and every time I look at the deities, I would see the lotus feet first. Mm. Somehow she would always dress them and put that lotus uh, 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 tulsi mm -hmm. on the, the lotus feet. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it was always very attractive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even I would look at the deity somehow, my attention would go to Lotus Feet. Mm -hmm. And I always, when I dress, I wonder, how did she, what did she do? Well, <laughs> I, I want to try to do this so that we can see the feet first. Mm -hmm. So, so th th this is a little note to all the Pujaris. Just really decorate those Lotus Feet of the Lord. You already decorate them, but make them so special that we're all like thinking, oh, what's on Krishna's lotus feet today? And then we see and meditate and then slowly go up. Yes, Radha Mukhaji. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm asking the Pujaris to help us here fallen souls that you dress the Lord's lotus feet so extra beautifully that our meditation is every day when we come, we think, oh, I wonder what is in Krishna, on Krishna's lotus feet today. 
And so we get attracted to Krishna's lotus feet more and more, and then we slowly, slowly go on Krishna's lotus face. But can I add to that? Yes. Not to over-decorate the feet that we don't even see the feet. Ah, okay. Very important point. Don't, don't cover them. Actually, yeah. Prabhupada was very careful that the lotus feet should be showing. A very yes. important point yes. that the lotus feet are showing. Yes, don't cover don't them. Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. Um, regarding uh, Mother Himalaya. This is a very hard job for all of you Pajaris, but anyway. Uh, it made me think uh, another way to uh, appreciate the lotus feet of the Lord is to study the symbols mm. on the lotus feet. Yes. And then we will, our attention will go there. And mm. with so much meaning and inspiration. Yeah. Thank you. Um, when you were speaking about eagerness, I thought of the uh, time where um, Dhruva Maharaj, wait, no, Narada Muni. Narada Muni was uh, meditating and then Krishna appeared to him and then he disappeared. Mm. And the Lord said to him, I have appeared to you only once just to increase your hankering for me. Mm. For the more you hanker for me, the more your attachment for material, the more your attachment for material things will Going. Going. Anybody else? Yes, Pranga Vinaprabhu and then. Oh, we ask for the Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The more you hanker for me, the more your desire for material enjoyment will cease. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> this is Lord Kapila speaking. Oh, my mother. My devotees always see the smiling face of my form with eyes like the rising morning sun. They like to see my various transcendental forms, which are all benevolent, and they also talk favorably. So I guess it's okay to look at his face. You can talk to him then. You qualify. Yes, who wants to? Okay. Can't do anything. Bhakti Vinod Thakur writes a song on the lotus feet. Vasaka abhaya amrita abhara tumara charana bhaya Kahate ekhana vishyam lagiya charana bhaya So there are four symptoms. We are, the way I think about that sloka, that lotus feet is not just a form only, it's a substance. So you can detect, I can detect within me, if I'm really taking shelter of the lotus feet, that Ashoka, no more lamenting for lamentation of this mundane, uh, whatever happened in life. Abhaya, become fearless. Amrita, you really drank, drink the ambrosial beverage of Krishna consciousness. Amrit uh, Adhara, when you find a concrete shelter. So this four symptom means we are actually approaching the gospel. Thank you. Thank you for that. I had a question on the Veda is knowledge for Vasil. But in the part what you just read today, that 
knowledge means detachment has to be there. I'm paraphrasing, but you just read something like that. It said that without such detachment, there is no meaning to knowledge, without detachment from material affection. No meaning to knowledge. Yeah. So all this knowledge in the material world are meaningless. Yes, if it does not bring to detachment, detachment. and ultimately attachment to Krishna. I won't tell the PhD guy, but uh, uh, we, we ask, we ask him, he had his hands up. Okay, go ahead. So, so I have the microphone. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, Sri mentioned a few times through his books and lectures that the Puyaris are very uh, fortunate because they are touching the deities, you know, they are serving the deities all day and massaging the lotus feet in their legs and they put them to sleep. You know, and, and he mentions that uh, one should touch the titi's lotus feet, but no, no, everybody can do it. Only the puyari can do it. And behalf of the whole community of the boys, you know, to touch the titi's lotus feet, put his head at the lotus feet of the titi's. Except in, like in South India, they have a satari that we put on in the people's head. You know, that's the lotus feet of the titi. Everybody has the like he had the satari. You know, we put it on the the boat. The body's head, mm. but uh, the position of the puyari is very special. That's what Prabhupada said. Mm. Is he touching the deity from the? You know, you so know. now we have given the pujaris special responsibility of of decorating Krishna's lotus feet, so all of us um, get attracted to Krishna's lotus feet. Yes. Uh, thank you for the class. Uh, well, uh, speaking about the lotus feet. Uh, the uh, very instructive story came to my mind, you know, when the, uh, uh, Sita was kidnapped. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, when the Sita uh, get kidnapped, uh, uh, Lord Ramachandra asked Hanuman to go and find her. Mm -hmm. But she said, I don't know how she looks like, mm -hmm. because I never see her face. I saw only her feet. Mm -hmm. Could you please give me something? And uh, Lord Rama found some uh, ring from the... Uh, from the toe and the uh, arm, arm uh, ankles he gave. So, uh, uh, well, uh, he was looking for that. Uh, he was looking on for the feet for uh, Sita. Yeah, very, 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 very nice pastime. Yes, she just, that's right. Thank you. Such an appropriate uh, pastime. So, she Charana Padma Ki Jai. So all of you please meditate on Krishna's lotus feet today. <laughs> <laughs>